Agony Podcast. We take old problems, give some new advice that literally no one asked for. Enjoy! Enjoy! Bonjour! Bonjour! <laughs> Hola, mi amigos! Que tal? Uh, ciao! Ciao! Um, uh, dear Grish. Oh, guten tag? Guten tag. Um, uh, ciao, Bella. <laughs> <laughs> That's the same as ciao. Hola? Hola, I said hola, ah. mi amigos. Um, what other language, what other countries said it? Um, Kenichiwa. Uh, well, uh, uh, hello. Ni hao. Ni hao. That's Chinese. Hello. Hello, yeah. That, that, that was uh, American Hello American German, English. I think. Hello. Hello. They say hello, oh, I think. That just sounds more fun. There's probably some Germans listening very pissed off at me now. <laughs> Sherlock, what are you going to do? Anyways, hi, listeners, in every hi. language that you listen. <laughs> How are we doing? How is the gang? Thank you guys so much for listening again. So lovely to be back mm. with you. It's always nice. Our, lo- our, lo- our loyal listeners. <laughs> You're so good. Why are you here? Stop saying that. Stop saying that. Stop that right now. They're here because I bully you in an... Uh, and we recorded, that's why. That's what my mother said. Yeah. My mum was like... Uh, she was, oh, She's... Anyways, listeners, she's found the fucking podcast. <laughs> right, one of you fucking rats. Actually, I know exactly what rat told. It was my mum's best friend who listens. Yeah. Right, hi, Ro. <laughs> hi, Ro. Hi, Ro. Uh, she listens, and I think she was talking. My mum was like, how can Ro hear this? I was like, it's a podcast, you know. Mum, I've tried to explain to you. Da, da, da. Anyways, my brother was home, fucking showed her. She was like, show me how. And Now, I think she's only listened to one or two episodes, but still... Nevertheless, Fran is listening. Everyone be warned. Um, <laughs> although it's nothing she hasn't heard before. No. Um, but yeah, uh, she was like, God, isn't Ruby just lovely? You can just tell. She's so delight. God, she's so upbeat. She's very positive and just really, you know, you know, very much like a bright, such a sunny person. You can just tell. Fran, she's stop so it. sunny. I was sat there on the phone being like, right. And what about your fucking daughter? <laughs> Anything to say about me there, Fran? Mum's like, yeah. Yeah, you do give her a hard time. I was like, she needs a fucking hard time. Yeah, well, you, what you guys don't know is that this is all an act. <laughs> <laughs> She's actually miserable. I'm, I'm terrible. It's only when we hit record and we press that button does this, <laughs> this sunshiny personality come out. Yeah. Otherwise, Catherine has to put up. She's actually a, French. With a, with a little gremlin. Oh, a French gremlin. Oh. That's, that's why she spoke bonjour at the beginning of the podcast. She forgot. She hadn't come into character yet. <laughs> I'm actually, but I don't know why, but my leggings are filled with croissants. Right, sure. That's constantly, what French people do. Constantly sm- smuggling f- French pastries. Pastries? Ruby, have you ever been to France? No. No, it's beginning to show. Do you know why I haven't been to France? Why? Uh, it's, a, it's, it's because of my year eight French teacher. I didn't like her. Um, she so she put you off the entire nation. Well, she told us that we should learn, be learning French because at some point everyone goes to France, and I was like, "Well, I will not." <laughs> <laughs> don't give me a definite. Statement. I don't want culture. Thank you very much. No, but if anyone classic gets... <laughs> Brit, can we just clarify? That's an English person all over right there. 
but it's a class don't give me a definite statement being like oh you'll definitely do this one day i'm like well now you've said that i will do everything in my power to not <laughs> i think it's absolutely fine that your teacher said in southampton where you can get a ferry to france oh yeah yeah you will live in a city whereby you could literally take a day trip there and back no you can't get a ferry from southampton to france it's dover Either fucking way, you're very close. <laughs> On a clear day, can you see France? No, we can see the Isle of Wight. Yeah, okay, right. But okay, on the Isle of Wight, I reckon they can see France. Yeah, they can. Right, so if the Isle of Wight wasn't in the way, you'd be able to see France. <laughs> Fucking Isle of Wight. Yeah, blocking your view. Fucking Isle of Wight. Um, all you'd see is berets and baguettes. That's all you'd see. So... I think it's pretty fair that someone literally on the south coast of England, you're closer to fucking France than you are to fucking Scotland. She was like, sure, you'll all end up in France one day. And we'd be sitting there being like, don't you fucking tell me what I'm doing. <laughs> I run this fucking... Uh, you're going to tell me I'm going to... Uh. Someone trying to like... Say Ruby has to be like evacuated to France. Ruby's like logs herself in a, as a point of protest, lies down in front of the train. Well, it's... um. She's like, over my dead body. <laughs> Do you know, I, um, okay, I was really, I mean, I was bad at English and I was bad at, therefore, French as you well. You were? I, I, yeah. Really? Yeah. You're using past tense for that, are you? Oh, wow, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Fran, she's doing it again. Yeah. She's bullying me. This is also why she Fran. was like, she sympathised with you because she's fucking dyslexic as shit. <laughs> Mum was like, I think it's reasonable. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm sure you do think it's reasonable. Um, but I was, I was so in my French lessons. Yes. Because I, I managed to, I managed. You to, not made dyslexic in Ireland get exempt from languages? No. Well, this was okay. This was another weird thing. Is that when I first joined my secondary school, I was in one of the lowest sets. Right. Because of I my. I don't know what that means, but I, have I was just in one of the lowest English classes. Sorry, you rank. You're like people at how good they are. In some schools they do. So then you... you how many ranks are there? Uh, at my school there was four. But <gasps> like it really depends. That's fucking cruel. <laughs> yeah. Can you choose what set to go into? No. <gasps> it was just based on what grades you got. So the That's highest gross. achieving people in one class and the lowest achieving That's in another. absolutely great. In Ireland, we up until junior cert, it's all the same. And then after junior cert, which is leaving cert, yeah. which is A-levels, uh, junior search GCSE anyways you can choose and obviously teachers will be like advise whether you do honours levels um, yeah. subject or pass so if you're not doing great grades you stick you do pass if you do alright and then we separate the classes sometimes not all classes but sometimes into honours and pass oh. four fucking sets yeah that's absolutely Dickensian to be tre- <laughs> you're a thick fuck get down to but, set four but there were cruel in the Lower two sets. Yeah, we. But had... they were good crack though. <laughs> All the fun is had in the lower two sets. Let's be honest. <laughs> no. I remember dandering into Very... a past Irish class one day, and fuck me, they were having a good time. Very little work was yeah, being yeah, done yeah, in those yeah, two yeah. sets. Yeah, but good fun. But I, so I was in. I was. But we did an extra literacy lesson. So essentially, we'd have to sit down on that lesson, and they'll be like, "Right, so what goes at the beginning of a sentence?" <laughs> We're like, "Okay, but all that," and they'll be like, "And what at the end?" Full stop. And even though I got, I just, I still forget. But whatever. Um, so I, I, but the moment where I moved up from set three to set two, and I yes. was in one of the top. 
two sets. Good for you, Ruby. Thank you. Took a long time. Fucking hell. Uh, but when I moved up into that set, um, they switched from a lesson where they were like, and uh, what do we put at the start of a name? Like that kind of vibe. Right. Straight to Latin. <laughs> I was, Latin? And I was sat in a Latin so class. Sorry. It was an English class. Why were they teaching Latin? We were doing, we did, they did like an extra, and the only thing I remember from Latin is that and is the same in French, but you pronounce it et in Latin and fuck, how do you pronounce a. it in French? Is it A? Yeah. There's no T. No, but no, but you, there is a T, but you don't pronounce it. Anyway, but that, like, oh, but they like shoved a, me into a, Latin. A, 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 I have no idea why. The, and, the and then, and then this was the story I was supposed to be going to. When I was in my French oh, lessons. Oh, thank God. Yeah, I'm delighted to be We're back on track, quote unquote track. But when I was in my French lessons, I used to sit at the back and just make noises. Oui, oui. I just, I wouldn't, and like whenever it was a speaking lesson, I'd just make some noises and be like, I, I really, I really didn't get it. I really didn't. <laughs> my favourite was, how about I? Uh, je me poupa. That's what I always used to say. Je me poupa. Were you trying to say je me poupa? I have no idea. Right. But I just made it up. And then my French How many teacher, years of French did you do? Uh, three. Oh, okay. And my French teacher never came over and checked on me because I was one of the good ones. Um, yeah, I And then they, they gave me a gifted and talented award in modern foreign languages. What? <laughs> Are you fucking joking? They gave me an award for modern foreign languages. You can't fucking speak English. And I, could, and I, I, I had to take this piece of paper home to my parents and I showed it to them. And when I tell you, they... It was the funniest thing I had shown yeah. them in years. They Absolutely. were laughing. And the, I was like, I don't want to go to the awards ceremony because I'd have to go to the awards ceremony to collect this thing in front of everyone. And they were like, no, no, we're going. We're getting we're, photos. We're. <laughs> <laughs> like, you shit. Oh, no, I will say, right, in my school, I remember getting my heart all, like, set up for prize day. Then you realise they just fucking hand those things out nearly fucking really. Oh, yeah. Like, I remember most improved in studies. My brother got that once. My brother who barely turned up to fucking class didn't pay attention and I was like oh they give that to students who they want to improve their studies yep. so that they're like oh I'm getting better at studying like they try and like what is it um, reverse psychology them yeah. into improving at studies and I remember being like but I've I've pulled my F in chemistry up to a C where's my most improved at studies and then I was like oh they're just manipulating the children yeah it's I, do you know what I reckon she was drunk that French teacher they love the wine <laughs> She's probably on the wine, you know, fuck it, we'll give it to Ruby, le pupa, je, je me pupa, yeah. Why not? Yeah. Like, you got to get some crack out of things being a teacher, surely. Well, that was, she was the same. Language is a hard man. She was the same French teacher who, she was terrifying, but if you could. Was she French? Yeah. Okay. Um, but if you could, if you could get her onto the subject of. Well, no, when she lived in France. So right. she wasn't French, but she lived in France for like the majority okay. of her. You know those are two different and, things, No, right? 20s and 30s. For example, I live in England. Yeah. I am Irish. <laughs> Sorry, I, I was mixing over with someone. This was um, a different teacher, but she would, um, like, if, if she set loads of really hard work, you didn't want to do it. You just had to be like, oh, miss, how did the French people drink hot chocolate again? And she'd be like, oh. When the French drink hot chocolate, <laughs> it's from a bowl. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. cup it with your hands. And she would be off on one. You'd be like, great, we don't have to do any work. Mm. Great, tell us more about that. Yeah. 
I am. Um, we used to have a teacher like that as well. She was Irish and she was so fucking strict. She was an Irish teacher, I should say. She was also Irish. Um, <laughs> and But she was a geography teacher as well and she loved it. And every now and again, and it was really funny because people used to try and she would see it. She'd be like, not now, Alan. And... <clears throat> My brother always used to try it. So you had to be subtle about it. You had to start off. You had to like Trojan horse it in there. You had to be like, Miss, and can I ask, in the Connemara dialect, like you'd ask about a different dialect of Irish, you'd be like, Miss, in the Donegal dialect, right, and what did I say? And where, where exactly is the line between the Donegal dialect or the Connemara? Right, and then, oh, right, up in, whereabouts is that, Miss? What's, have you ever been to Donegal? No. Well, you know, there's the lovely cut, co- and then you just gradually get her on to it. Hmm. And all of a sudden, she'd be talking about limestone formation in the west coast of Ireland, and you'd be off on. You'd be fucking free for a good five, ten minutes. <laughs> but yeah, languages are, oh my God, speaking of languages, so I spent the weekend in um, Spain. Espanol. Oh, yeah. Espanol. And I fucking love Spain. We're all stupid because we don't live in Spain. Everyone <laughs> should move to Spain right now. Um, it was so good. So basically my best mate from home, Louise, mm. has moved out there to live for like four or five months. And God love her. She's really good at languages, like very fucking good. Mm. And she basically had barely any Spanish. She did like a beginner course of Spanish um, before she came out. But she's been there four weeks and she's chatting away. She lives with two Spanish girls who don't speak English. She's chatting away to yeah. them. She's chatting away. All It's all fucking there. But also, when I was there, like, a lot of it is, like, you can read signs and be like, oh, la information. And you're like, great, yeah, I reckon that's the information station. And uh, la aeroporto. You're like, that's the airport. Great. <laughs> Figure that one out. Um, but fuck, they're doing it right over there in Spain. They're all just out drinking. I went to Seville, which is like not a massively tourist part of Spain. Mm. Like they're very Spanish. And it's just cervezas and tapas, just all the time. Just no one's in a rush. To, I don't know how anything gets done in that country. <laughs> I'll be perfectly honest. I don't. They're not getting anywhere on time. You wouldn't want to put a bit of rush onto a Spaniard now. But, right, God, they're living the life. They're just all out. Like, on, like a... I was over there on Friday, Friday night at midnight. You got kids running around to the playground. You got elderly people. So so much more elderly people out and about. Obviously because it's like warm, mm. so they don't have to worry about like dying of frostbite the way they do in these this country. But um, it was just so nice, and everyone's just having cervezas and tapas and just fucking fags. Everyone's smoking, <laughs> and they're all dressed so nice though. And then it was there was a load of Easter celebrations this weekend. Oh my God, I thought I was Catholic. Like, <laughs> they go to town. They have all these, like, mad fucking costumes and floats. Mm. And at one point, there was one outside Louise's house. We basically woke up this one morning. What kind of floats? What they look like? So they're, like, religious... Like, they depict religious figures or religious scenes. So, like, yeah, you won't know what the Stations of the Cross are. But for any Catholics listening... Um, <laughs> The, they sort of have these like depictions like one of them that so Louise lives uh, across the square from a church this gorgeous church now it was fucking head wrecking because three in the mornings you wake up at like eight at nine at ten they're dong dong and I don't mean mm. it's like it's weird even the way they ring the bells over there very Spanish <laughs> it is wouldn't be like any bell ringing you get in this country so like Irish bell ringing is very much like dong dong Dung, like the Angelus, you won't know again. Irish people, you know what I'm talking about with the Angelus. And uh, uh, it's essentially our call to prayer that is televised on Irish television. It's mad. Anyways, okay. um, 
Uh, oh, I must show you a video. Right, for anyone who doesn't know what the Angelus is, basically at 12 o'clock in the day and at 6 o'clock in the night, Ireland has a call to prayer. Like, it used, it used to be a thing that all churches would dong their bells, d- ding their bells, ring their bells, whatever. Mm. Um, and you were supposed to, like, pause, take a moment to pray. Okay. Right? But they still have it on Irish television. So, like, at 6 o'clock, like, the Irish news starts at, like, 6.01 because at 6 o'clock they have the Angelus. But they obviously don't just ring bells on the telly. They have to have imagery to go with it. And it's the funniest fucking thing in the world. Because basically they just like depict scenes of like life in Ireland. So they'll be like someone out in the garden gardening. And then all of a sudden they like pause, look up to the sky, contemplate life. (laughs) Yeah. And then get back to digging their garden. (laughs) And then it'll be like someone out like... I don't know, like skipping or something. And then there'll be someone out like driving the car and they'll be like, oh God, yeah. And you just see these people like doing a daily activity, stopping in the most like, like hammy soap opera acting you've ever seen in driving your life. Driving a car feels dangerous. Oh me. yeah. It's, it's also a car safety ad. Um, <laughs> they depict a car scene and they're like, don't fucking pray. Watch the fucking road. Um, no, but there'll be like people chopping food for the kitchen there'll be like like a, a coach coaching a sports team who might be like oh the Angelus <laughs> and they like look they always stop look away look up to the sky contemplate for a few seconds and then go back and this just plays like a few different scenes just play for a minute on Irish television honestly YouTube is the funniest fucking thing in the world but anyways they basically ring the bells all day long so Ireland's like dong 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 in Spain they're like ding dong 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 ding dong dong <laughs> dong 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 like they're fucking celebrating right they're having a fucking party right fiesta and they're singing I've never heard singing like it they, our hymns are very like I will follow you Amen. and they're like Jesus like you can hear them saying they're like hallelujah Jesus like all this celebratory they're fucking like they don't they're not like Jesus now I, or like I love I love Jesus they're like I fucking love Jesus <laughs> and then they're all like crying on the streets about the Virgin Mary they're like oh Mama Santa Maria Maria like they're like she's so beautiful and they're just fucking passionate people yeah. and I I think also they're so loud <laughs> oh my god I don't know what, I you said like I've never been people. Spain <gasps> I was like this is great I, I came across as quiet now mainly because I didn't speak the language but also <laughs> right, right un poquito espanol um, so Louise lives across the square from this like parish church and they were singing all weekend and ringing loads of bells and stuff and then we woke up one morning and uh, on Monday morning and her housemates were chatting loads and she looked and on her WhatsApp group of her house again she's she learn Spanish she was like oh there's some man coming to clean the terrace of petals she was like oh I think some man is coming to clean the terrace maybe there's leaves or petals because she was sort of yeah. Google translating slash half understanding this message so we come out of her room at one point we're in the loo then all of a sudden her housemate stood out in the corridor and Louise starts chatting to her she opens the door to her bedroom this housemate and there's just six massive boxes of petals of like flower petals and I mean huge not like square boxes like big long rectangular boxes filled to the brim with flower petals and we were like what the fuck is this so it turns out people from the church come and because this house is directly across the square yeah. and it's in the path of the um, the like parade that they do mm. so basically these big floats each parish church has them the float comes out of the church and there's like massive brass band there's like priests they have all these people dressed up in what looks like KKK costumes 
But have you seen these? You ever seen these? Uh, Religious people dressed up in them? No. So the KKK costumes come from, because the KKK are like Christian extremists. Yeah. Right? In the same way like ISIS is like uh, Islamic extremists. They're very extreme. But they use like uh, Christian sort of like um, vis- uh, uh, imagery and stuff. So the costumes that the Kruger clan wear, are, they come from, um, sort of particularly Catholic religion but it was sort of the idea that like if you would commit sin and you needed to atone and so your anonymity was part of it and there was some of them have it where the hoods are down flat and some of them have them where the hoods are up pointy and don't ask me what the difference is but because I don't speak the language so I couldn't get that get all of it but uh, I was assured it wasn't a race thing and um, although it is fucking galling to see but all these people come out the church and then basically the church had delivered us because we like are in the like middle bit of the square these boxes massive boxes of petals so that when the Virgin Mary float comes out and it pauses in front of them we would go up on the roof and just throw flowers <gasps> oh my god off the terrace well, I got to like in the middle of Spain and I mean the streets are packed with people <gasps> like you've got people are arriving all day long we were up on the roof having a couple of cervezas, having some beers, having some chips and dips. We got like Louise's friend to come over, the housemates' friends all came over. It was like carnival. It was honest to God like carnival. And, and then, you had a pivotal part. And to we play. got to like, I can't um, explain how much fun it is to fuck rose petals. Or like, they weren't rose petals, they were like all sorts of real, they were real petals. <gasps> I was like, this must be so expensive. There were boxes and boxes and boxes, like the streets were lit up with them afterwards. So we just got to like throw them with abandon off the roof of her gaff. It was so much fun. And you just, honestly, we're not doing Catholicism. I mean, yeah, I do not say we need to do Catholicism, right? But they know how to fucking party They know in how Spain. to celebrate. They know how to have a fiesta. Wow. It's amazing. So yeah, low Spain, we should all move. That's my new hypothesis. That sounds amazing. I know, yeah. Have you ever been to Spain? No. We need to get you to the continent. I know. We need to get you learning some Espanol. I, I, I have been, a, been to Italy. Italy, lovely. Because my mum uh, broke her wrist on an uneven paven slab and so we got some money from the council. So we went on holiday. Nice! <laughs> Fucking, yeah, count snacks is expensive. And that was the last time I've been on holiday. holiday. And that was 12, 13 years ago. You've been on holiday since? I haven't been abroad. No, abroad, yeah, what yeah. Was it, what would you, I've been to the Isle of Wight. There you go. That was, honestly, the Isle of Wight's beaut. I was on a, I was joining, honestly, I do want to go back to that beach. I have been trying to find a reasonable campsite to go to that's like a walking distance from a beach. What, and the Isle of Wight? No, just just anywhere. Just somewhere that would be easy to get to for myself. Maybe by public transport, I don't know, because I can't drive. <laughs> oh, trying to work out a holiday in the cost of living crisis is a... <laughs> don't, don't. I went for three days. I yeah. stayed with a friend. Uh, also, Spain is cheap. And I was still like, right, that's me done for the year. My three days in Spain, that was it now. Um, but thankfully, but I've you made... did. Have, that does sound like you've had a glorious time. Oh God, like, it was great. It was the, lovely. Like, I'm, I'm raging. I'm like, I want to go back. Also, Seville is the hottest part of Spain. So, like, during the summer, it's grotesque. But when I was there, it was like 27, 28 oh, degrees. Beautiful. It's beautiful. Got the train down to Cadiz or Cadiz. I'm saying that wrong. It's kind of one of these names, places that you can't really say properly unless you do it in the Spanish accent. <laughs> but I don't want to be one of those dickheads that spent three fucking days in Spain. Cadiz. 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 Oh, yeah. I went to Cadiz. Like, what a prick. But also, it's like Cadiz. Cadiz. Anyways, 
It's only an hour and a half down on the train, so we went and spent a day on the beach. It was fucking great, Beautiful. everyone. But I'm glad I wasn't there in the summer because I would have died. Mm. Unfortunately, he's fuck at that shit. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, it was great the whole time all round. So that's my advice for you listeners this week. <laughs> Move to Spain. <laughs> <laughs> they know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can sleep on the streets. It's just cool. They're all chill. They're all dressed really nicely. It's great. I love it. Come here, should we get into some problems? Give some other, Ooh, yes. some other advice. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a, I'm going to start off with a quick one. Yeah. But I have a feeling mm-hmm. your response might Won't not be, be quick. quick. <laughs> Classic Catherine. <laughs> and it, it's travel from the first. <laughs> anyway, here we go. Uh, so this is uh, from Home Sweet Home, 1894. 1894, okay. Yeah, good long time ago. Uh, just two sentences. Here we go. Okay. Irish Molly uh, won't... I'm already on edge. (laughs) Is this in an English publication? I think so. Fucking classic. Fucking Brits. So, Irish Molly won't alter the shape of her nose by pulling it, but only make it redder redder than it is at present. She must leave off tea and sweet and sugar and wear light, warmed clothing. Sorry, so she's got a red nose... I think she doesn't like the shape of her nose, and so she's pulling, pulling it. it? I guess or maybe there's it... a bump. Yeah. Do you reckon maybe she's trying to like straighten <laughs> so out the bump? All she's her doing nose. is making her nose red. red. <laughs> red. I don't know what the fuck tea and light clothing has to do with anything. I am. Yeah, I don't know why. Well, surely light clothing would that make your nose look redder if you're wearing something oh, light? Oh, yeah. To contrast it. Yeah. I thought they meant like. Like clothing will be a solution will somehow like fix it you know physically or something and I was like what the fuck is that going to do with anything sorry yeah aesthetically yeah um, light clothing maybe it would just make you look plainer maybe wearing like a brash like a bright coloured top would make your red face look even or like your red nose look even redder but I feel like you just dressed as very boldly right I feel, would that draw attention to you? Is that what they're trying to avoid? Here's the thing, Molly. Your nose is gorgeous, right? Mm. Gorgeous, good Irish nose on you. And here's the thing about Irish people. We've massive fucking heads. We've huge, you can spot Irish people in my life because we've what? massive heads. Really? Irish people have huge heads. <laughs> we've massive heads. So in Ireland, we'd be like, see the head in your man? He's Irish. Like, <laughs> that's just a fact. I like, I play a game sometimes and walk around the streets of London where I can just look at the head of a fella. Now, it's predominantly men, I will say. Women, we're, we're slighter, you know, creatures. But fucking lads, like Paul Mesco, big fucking head in him. Brendan Gleeson, massive fucking head in him. Do they? Huge, big fucking Irish heads on them. <laughs> big Irish heads. And it's not necessarily always about circumference. It's also just about the fucking shape. Like, that's a fucking Irish head. Yeah, Brenda Gleeson, massive fucking Irish head in them. Do you reckon they were pulling Hosier, their big fucking Irish head in them. <laughs> Colin Farrell's kind of the exception that moves the rule, but he still has a head in them. And, um, yeah. I, big Irish heads on them all. I'm trying to picture all of these people you've just listed, and they, to me, they just have heads. I don't see what's so big about them. See, it's, well, the bigness might be just the circumference. It can also just be the prominence of them. It's hard to explain, but I swear to God, Irish... 
this is really, I'm really, every part of me today needs to speak to some Irish people. <laughs> but I swear to God, it's a thing. Irish people can like play a game walking yeah. around the streets being like, that fella's Irish. Can we, play, big head can we play that I game later? I did it in later. Canada. I was in Vancouver and I was like, that fella's Irish. Walk up beside him, big thick Kerry accent on him. <laughs> Be like, that fella's Irish, see him. Now, sometimes it's what they wear as well. Irish men give themselves away because they have no dress sense. But <laughs> no, big Irish heads are, I don't know, it's hard to describe, but you know it when you see it. Okay. Trust me. Okay. They I want to play this game with you heads later. Heads that just look like big fucking fuck off heads. Heads you, that look like they'd be at home on a farm. We're going to be somewhere. You're going to tell me when someone's Irish. And Absolutely. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, I'll walk over and say hello and ask them. There you go. Okay. Gladly. That's what we're going to play. Yeah. It's not necessarily that you look at people and go, is he Irish, is he not? But you'd be walking along the street and you'd be like, that fucker's Irish. You'll yeah. spot them. Okay, so what would your advice be for someone who doesn't like the show? Just lean nice? into yourself there, Moles, now. We've big fucking heads. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. Leave the nose alone. Stop pulling at your nose. Yeah. Why would you do that? Maybe get a piercing. Maybe Ooh. maybe put some ornamentation on the nose so it distracts away from what I'm assuming is the bump. Yeah. I... Or it gets a massive earrings, do you know? Try and counterbalance it. Ooh. You know, some like whopper earrings to like... counterbalance the whopper nose, you know, to just make this general midsection of your face just fucking you know big um, but I don't agree with wearing light colours light colours why no, that, they're no. just implying make yourself not visible very yeah. visible to people don't like hide completely in, don't hide completely there's fellas who have a fetish for that I reckon <laughs> I reckon there are there's enough weirdos in the world there's a fella out there now Molly who love a girl with a big fucking throne on her and uh, yeah drink as much tea as you want drink as much tea as you want Mills. yeah we, I agree. Okay, next Is one. the advice there? No, that's it. Okay, go on. They just said to wear the, um, Oh, yeah, colours yeah, sorry, that was their advice. Never yeah. mind. Here we go. <laughs> so this is split into two, so I'm going to read her problem first. Grand. So this is Forget Me Not from 1898. Okay. Here we go. <clears throat> um, oh, it's cute. Uh, Such a splendid man, one I have known for over a year, has asked me to marry him. I said yes, and my people contested two days ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but mm. I have, but I have false teeth, and wear a false fringe, and it seems to me I am not the girl he thinks me. So she's like, listen, he has fallen in love with some. With some dentures and a clip-in fringe. <laughs> I didn't know clip-in fringes were an old thing. Yeah, I know. I was Hold trying. on, could you not just cut a fringe? <laughs> if you've tried it on, you like it, and he likes it. Why not just fucking get a fringe cut? I don't know. Lack of commitment. Would there be a she, reason? <laughs> she committed to losing She's the committing teeth. to the marriage. She's committed. If um, you're committing to the marriage and the fringe is part of the package, fucking cut the fringe, babes. How Just can you it. commit to a man but not a haircut? To be honest, it'd be groundbreaking. Most women cut fringes when men leave them, not when they propose. So you could be really turning the trend on this bad boy. Oh, what shall I do? I can't bear to tell him. Yet if he finds out after we're married, will it not be a shock too? I reckon what now here's the thing. The teeth thing, what's the crack? Do you have no teeth? Yeah. Do you have fucking Crossed, you know, like what's the situation with well, the I, teeth? I feel like in the they're not gonna be. It's not gonna be. Super oh, so you can't swish. snog someone with false teeth, can you? 
No, realistically, no. And especially, well, not the ones that would have been there in the, uh, uh, just before the 1900s, in the 1898. That's not going to be. No. They're I not reckon, gonna be. What were they made of? Elephant husk or something? <laughs> yeah. I haven't a fucking clue. She's going to fucking ivory in her mouth. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if it's good enough for piano keys. Um, watch, Colour color French. It is rare that I recommend <laughs> a woman cut a fringe. That is not normally something I recommend you do because it screams mental health crisis or breakup. Um, really does. Uh, or but in this instance, but why what the would fuck you is need? Why would you need a fake fringe? This, this is my question. Maybe because she got very thin hair. Mm, she yeah. got very thin hair. Is that the issue? But then who's the thing? Men are stupid. He, he won't notice it missing. <laughs> I don't think he'll fucking cop. Okay, you can just be like, "Oh, at the moment I married you, my hair changed. Every fiber of my being altered itself to oh, become it, a wife." He'd love that. It's a He'd lady love to thing. think he could do that. It's a lady thing. Once time we of get the married, month. Our Say it's hair. got to do with your time of the month. <laughs> yeah, you just blame your fucking period. Right, this is like pee in school. Your teeth. Just say, "Oh my god, I got my period one day," and as well as all the blood falling out of me, so did my teeth. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just getting flying out. Flying out. Or do you know what? Keep the dentures in if you can until you shag him and then get preggers and then your teeth do move in pregnancy. So just blame pregnancy and be like, I gave you a heir, a child, and this is what happened to my teeth. I reckon that's what you just use the subterfuge of being a woman. <laughs> just use being a woman and having a men's ignorance to your advantage here. That is what you, these are the way she's in 18, what, 80 something? 18, 98. 98. She doesn't have many weapons in her arsenal here. I'd say use men's stupidity against them, <laughs> use their ignorance. So just, just firstly, cut your fringe. I don't know why yeah, that's, that's an issue. That's fine. Just cut your fringe. First things first. Cut and the then leave. or gaslight them. So just be like, yeah, every, did you, oh my God, did you not know that women, oh my God, you thought women wore their real teeth out and about? You don't, oh my God, you don't know nothing about women. And they'd be like, oh yeah, I did. And be like, oh my God, I'll have to tell my friends that you didn't even know. Everyone has false teeth. Everyone knows. Oh my gosh, you didn't know that. And he'd be like, oh no, of course I knew that. Uh, obviously, I just, I didn't realise, um, uh, I just didn't know. And then be like, oh my God, that's so embarrassing that you didn't know. Like, you can't mention it to people. Oh, that'd be so embarrassing if they find out and he'll be like, okay, yeah, never mind. And then he'll never know. Oh my God. Stay Catherine. toxic. Stay toxic. <laughs> Lie your way out of it. But I, I, I'm surprised that he... I mean, they must be pretty good false teeth and false hair for like... How's his eyesight? <laughs> well, you they, don't know. He's actually got two false eyes. I was going to that. Here's that thing. <laughs> Can't see the the, the trace, the poor fella. So if I, I reckon ophthalmology was great, or that's what you do. You like create an instant whereby his eyes get affected. What what could you know fluster? Or maybe every time you whip your hair around, put like I don't know talcum powder or something in it, where it gets in his eyes, and then he's like, oh, I can't see, and you'd be like, oh, oh, never mind. <laughs> Just always got some sand in your pocket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Be like, what are you talking about? He'll be like, the sand all over my eyes. Be like, Jesus, I didn't see anything. Um, again, gaslight him. Okay. Do you want to know what their solution yeah, was? Maybe, maybe. If it is sufficient to alter his feelings towards you, they must have very little foundation. Tell him, certainly, if you like, 
but as I suppose he cares for you and not for your teeth and hair. I cannot see how the revelation will greatly affect him. This writer's putting a lot of faith in men. <laughs> a lot of faith in men. <laughs> and their lack of vanity. Oh, I know, she's probably right. Do you know what? I reckon you just, you just slowly fade it out. So like, just... just one just, tooth at a time. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. Just slowly, slowly, Or slowly, slowly shrink them. <laughs> yes. And then slowly like... To thin out the fake fringe and cut in the real one just yeah. you know just slow fade from altered you to real you and sure he wouldn't know the difference do you know what I mean men don't be paying attention to these things yeah. so I reckon I reckon she's right I mean at the moment like all you've done in this like all you've done is chat you've just had nice vibes around each other and chat yeah exactly so if you're if you are pleasant and nice to each other and you but like then yeah it'll be fine just have to do a slow reveal. So you think politeness will get her out of this? Yeah, we're very different. English Catherine. people are gas. Yes, English people are gas. <laughs> Just be very nice and polite and no one will mention it. <laughs> That's how Brexit happened. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> people, uh, just don't let, just don't let, he can find out because he won't, he, he won't be dumb enough to tell other people but just don't, do you reckon? Don't let other, because the gossip, the you gossip You he's mill, not dumb enough? Oh, yeah, I've for anything. But the gossip mill will Again, be people rough. overestimate men all the time. <laughs> you are terrible. Am I terrible or am I just honest? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm, a, I'm being a bollocks. Okay, being and I... I'm bollocks. I'm always... Uh, we got right. one last one? Yeah. Yeah, uh, come on. We're on a roll. Catherine hates men and she's moving to Spain. Ruby's going to learn French and never go. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Come on, ribs. So this one is... This like, one. This is Women's Magazine from 1932. No, oh, slightly more modern. Yeah, so it's like... 1932. 91 years ago. 91. So they're likely dead. Very, yeah. very... If they were able to write at that stage, they were dead. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. fuck them. But yeah, this fine. is, you know... What, this is a good 50 years on? No, wait. When was the last one? Nine, 18... Uh, it's a good... It's a good... 30 or 40 years on. So, yeah, yeah. turn of the century. Here we go. Let's go. My friend and I often wonder if we are of any use in the world. <laughs> oh, I don't know, Ruby. Can you relate? <laughs> Sorry, I should have warned everyone. Is everyone ready for an existential crisis? <laughs> Do you want to fucking buckle up? <laughs> Jesus, my regard. <laughs> As life seems so much the same and we never seem to be able to help anyone. Aww. Bless him. Here we go. I'm going to go straight into the prob- the answer from the... Because it's uh, two paragraphs? Yeah, here we go. Um, Wait, sorry, is that it? Yeah, that's their problem. Oh. Just existential dread. Uh, just dread. Okay, fair play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Classic. <laughs> this was a Sunday night, right? I swear to God. <laughs> it was Sunday night. They were like, what the fuck are we doing with our lives? Why am I here? I can't help anyone. Yeah. Okay. Uh, many letters come to me with the same cry as this. Oh Jesus! Jesus Christ! This fucking world. Wait. What year was this? Uh, 1932. Was this a bit after the war? Um, it's when was the war? Seven 19... years before World War Two. Yeah. But then it's like after the first ten war. years, like over so ten maybe years after the second. Post war. It's like really like, in the middle of the two. Oh God, my 
you know, like sort of like say millennials went off to the war and fought and did all this war effort. Mm. Then Gen Zers are like, what the fuck? Like, we're useless. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Is, I wonder, is that part of this existential dread? Just giving some historical context <laughs> for the <laughs> listeners. This is nothing if not a well-researched podcast. <laughs> okay? This is nothing if not. We're, we're within somewhere of a 20-year span between World War One and World War Two, which we're a bit ambiguous on the dates, but... <laughs> We're vaguely in that that slip of time, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? So maybe that's where this is coming from. Yeah, it could be. Um, I'm, just, I'm just trying to keep us well informed. I think we're always 20 years in or out of a war. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. never take any dates that we say seriously. Apart from the 1916 Easter Rebellion, I'm well aware that that happened in 1916. Yeah. Didn't it, Ruby? Yeah, at the end of April. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anna Girl, Mon Kali. Right, Lana Rag. Thank you. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, many many letters come to me with the same crisis that life is dull <laughs> that the writers are getting on 27 35 40 and still perhaps 27, unmarried 25, 40 and still perhaps unmarried that's grand isn't yeah. it I think you're having a great time <laughs> for 1932 well no but as in the fact that they're admitting that there's women who were yeah. 35 and 40 weren't married that puts me at ease <laughs> and that nothing seems to happen Life seems all grey to them, without any colours and patches of highlight. And they cry, what is the use of it all? What good am I to my generation? Is there any meaning to my mere existence? (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Why have you brought this up? (laughs) Uh, They ask why. For them... There are no uh, excitements, no adventures, no princes riding by, no white-sailed ships in the offering. Jesus Christ. (laughs) What's the point of it all? (laughs) I agree. We should all just float out to sea. (laughs) Get washed away in the tide. (laughs) Ruby, get to the fucking crux of this problem. Sharpish. Well, my dear E and R, um, (laughs) the truth of the matter is that adventure is attracted to the adventurous. Oh! Adventure will not come to you if you have no adventure in your soul. I agree. You will have to take up this business of living quite differently from what you have been doing. The business of living. If you wish to have a more, if you wish to have more life or live more abundantly. I 10 out of 10 agree with that advice. Yep. Is there more? Yeah. Go on. Um, but apart from that, let me assure you that life, even in a little town, need never be dull. If you find it so, it is um, we ourselves that are dull. Uh, these, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's us that's dull, not the town. But <laughs> it was the way you're bored. Well, you're boring. So <laughs> It was like on such like a lovely momentous path. And then it went, yeah, but you're boring. So... <laughs> Um, these may seem unkind words but they are true true. listen truth hurts bitch now you must stop being dull adventure and by adventure I mean interesting fresh experiences will never come to those with folded hands and who wait for it I agree is that the end of it yeah that's the end of it listen life is for those who live it do you know what I mean? Life is very... I do hate when people sit around and they're like, oh yeah, but like... I don't get me wrong, we're all, obviously, earlier, approximately three minutes ago. 
<laughs> I had a bit of existential threat. Like, do you know what's Especially in the world we're living in today. I don't so much feel like I'm of no importance, but yeah. I feel like, what's the point of anything? Because we're all going to die in a nuclear war in 10 years anyways. But... Yeah. I absolutely agree. If you, people who sit around waiting for life to happen to them, mm. fucking, you'll be a long time waiting. Do you know what I mean? Life happens to those who make stuff happen. Go out and do it. It's things. very much, like people who sit around and be like, I'd love to do this or I'd love to do that. Just go do go it. Go fucking make it happen. Just I was actually talking about this at the weekend because mm. my mate Louise, the one who's like, she took a sabbatical from work. She went travelling in New Zealand for a year. Now she's living in Spain. She's learning the language. She's writing a book. She's doing all the, all the things that everyone says they want to do. They want to learn a language. She's doing it. Yeah. They want to go live abroad. She's doing it. They want to write a book. She's doing it. They want to go travelling. She's doing it. And it is just this thing of like, fucking, like, people now are like God you're living that. God you're so lucky and Louise is like this was hard I had to you know, get all yeah. my ducks in a row I had to do everything da, 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 whatever else and obviously we're very privileged people you know she has no dependence she was a, she had a good job that she you know had worked out for a few years she was able to take a sabbatical from and you know there's all these but she did turn out to her job and was like I either take a sabbatical or I'll quit because yeah. I'm doing this either way so sometimes it just takes balls and it just takes you know, a bit of, if you're not willing to be brave, then the world yeah. will never ask you to be brave and that's when the fun comes in. Yeah, you have to, like, you can live in your little safe bubble. And yeah. and, and the thing is, the safe bubble, sometimes it's lovely. It's, it's lovely. very nice very and you can nice. be very happy there. But when people go, oh, I wish something else would happen. It's like, oh, you have to go do that. You have to go You have to happen. take that little step outside of your How many people have bubble. told you, God, I'd love to do something. I know. Yeah. And you're sitting there going, great, there's an open mic on tomorrow night. When are you going to do it? And yeah. shut the fuck up, boring my ears off. Yeah. Telling me, oh, you can have that. Oh, no. But I always thought I'd be, my mates always tell me, it is men. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, but this one is fucking men. It is, it is. Yeah, but times. my mates have always said I'd be a comedian. Great, go fucking be one then. Just go try it. it. But also, the other thing is, in this note that she said, even in a sleepy village, mm. you can have adventures. I also think part of what makes life interesting and part of a thing that's nice, and I think I've mentioned it at the podcast before, that I'm trying to be more like grateful and mindful this year of like I'm so lucky everything works out for me it's very much having that perspective so like you could just live your normal life mm. but if all of a sudden you try and like be more mindful of things not to sound wanky but where you're like god I'm so great like, do you know what I went to the bus stop and the bus came perfectly on time isn't that great Jesus am yeah. I lucky look at this this is brilliant if you like pay attention to the surroundings everyone that you meet has a story everyone is interesting if you care to talk to people and you care to oh, know yeah, their I... story and everyone has something that he could teach you and but also I think being grateful Yeah. so like these two girls I don't know who they are but they've got each other so they've got a friendship they're both bored so they've got someone who they, they could do something yeah. with Jesus, and that's something to be grateful for. Yeah. And how, how lovely, like some people are lonely. So be grateful for the friendship you have in your life. And I think it's a mixture of having the courage to do what you want to do, but also being grateful for what you do have. Yeah. You is, can get stuck in a rut. And so yeah. it's like perspective on it. So often my, I mean, I always end up writing lists whenever I'm like, oh, I'm a bit stressed or something's not working out. I write a list because I write a list of everything that's happened recently that's good and I'm grateful yeah. for and go, oh, okay, that's a really nice long list of lots of lovely things that I've like, forgotten about yeah. because I'm focusing on the bad stuff and then I write a list of to do what is an exciting thing I could go do tomorrow yeah. like just sometimes when I'm like oh this week really's not gone my way something's gone really badly 
fuck it. Tomorrow I'm going Kew Gardens. I'm just going to go. Yes. I'm just going to go do something. That's lovely. Get on a train. I remember once I just woke up and I was like, I'm just going to the beach today. And I just did the day of work. It was midweek, whatever. And I was like, got up, got on the train, went to Margate, walked all around Margate and Broadstairs by myself, got on the train at the end of the day, came back. One of the greatest days ever. Had the best time. Loved it. Just, and you know, get out there. Do like... It's you can all just like go them. do things and then that just go into the seaside size just doing go to that the cinema by yourself <gasps> and then people go that's oh that's so exciting you've done so much it's like no I've just I've just planned something I've just gone and done it yeah it's like, like I remember telling someone they were wanting to go see something in the cinema or something and I was like oh yeah great like whatever and they're like oh do you want to go and I was like oh, I'm not around they're like oh why don't you go this weekend and I was like sure just go by yourself and they were like oh my god I'd never do that and I was like oh Going to the cinema by myself was one of my favourite fucking things to do. I genuinely was like, yeah, I'm not around this weekend, mainly because it was like, I want to go see that by myself. Yeah. So I love going to the cinema by myself. So also having a bit of courage. Be, do an adventure, go do something you've never done. But genuinely, go to the cinema by yourself is great. Go to theatre, go to play. Like yeah. there's, there's loads of stuff, if you think about it, that you know, can be appreciated. Hey, go to Spain. Watch the fucking Catholic parades. Throw <laughs> some petals off a rooftop. It'll really brighten up your fucking week. You know, get a survey set into you. Have some fun. <laughs> Dance with a stranger. Sing in the rain. <laughs> Do it all. Anyways, um, I, I hope, reckon that's us this week. Yeah, is I hope that made you feel better afterwards. Yeah. Like quite a dark beginning of that problem, but yeah. I really wanted to get through it. I but you know fun. what, lads? Head out into this. Be adventurous for us. Do yeah. you know what this is? I would love if you wrote to us and told us any adventurous or fun things that you've done recently. And they could be big or small. They could be like going on a big adventure or doing a big thing. Or it could be like, Oh, like I went, I finally went into that, like I, I took myself out to dinner at that restaurant that I've wanted to go to for ages. Oh, that could be a big thing. Oh. Or, uh, you know, you bought yourself tickets to, I don't know, a show. Maybe anyone in Brighton should be buying tickets to a show. Oh, yeah. Yes, please. Maybe go to a comedy show. I mean, Look at that for a segue. <laughs> Ruby, what comedy show should people in Brighton buy tickets to? Well, in Brighton, you can... Oh, it's Cambridge. Yeah, well, Brighton and Cambridge. You, you, can, you can buy a ticket for the 6th or 7th of May. Yes. And for Cambridge, it's the 20th of April. There we go. Uh, so I, I've remembered the dates. <laughs> they're Great. In, they're in the link tree. <laughs> I haven't. But if anyone's in London and wants to come, I have another work in progress show at 2 North Down. Uh, I think it's at 9pm again. And it is sometime <laughs> around the end of April. Ooh. And it's on... Fuck it. I will have a look. I will. I swear to God, I'll put it in the link tree. I didn't last week, but I will this week because I was away. I was in Aspen. And, uh, <laughs> Aspen. In Cadiz. In uh, Um uh, I had the cervezas to drink. I, yeah, sometime around the end of April, same place as my old work of progress. And I can't remember, but someone fun is on beforehand. So you can go see two work of progress shows oh, in one. Whoever it is, I'll reveal that secret guest once I check my fucking diary. <laughs> <laughs> But please come to that. And oh, also, anyone in Falmouth? I'm doing a comedy festival in Falmouth. Oh, amazing. At the beginning of July. Um, so if anyone's around there, that'd be great. I'd love to um, get some Falmouth people in. Um, but yeah, and aside from that, have a great week. Go do adventures and lie to men. <laughs> we love you. Woo! Bye.